Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Good morning, guys. Happy Friday. It is Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. I hope you're very well. The sun is shining here and I hope it is where you are. Right, let's kickstart your Friday. Uh, heading into the weekend, giving you three key tips that I think can really help you with one of the things with running that's so easy to get wrong, and that's pacing. Specifically, pacing your interval sessions. We know that's not so easy. We often set off way too quick. We burn out. Our pace drops off at the end. We want our pace to be quick, so it displays well on Strava, so we get lots of lovely kudos from all of our friends and running buddies. But I do think pacing is really important. Now, In this video, it's relatively short by the way, but in this video, uh, I'm gonna explain those three tips and how I think it can help you to pace those intervals. But interval sessions in general, in general, in the main, the idea behind them is to run them as quick, but as evenly as you can. So as quick, but as evenly as you can. The even bit's really important. You know, there are different formats for interval sessions. They're not all as hard as you can because some are very kind of race specific or pace specific. But in general, as an overview, you want to run them pretty hard, as quick as you can, but as evenly as you can. If you can't run them evenly, which takes experience, you've probably set off too quickly for most people. So three tips. And sometimes the tips, the best tips are kind of the most simple, aren't they? And that is absolutely the case with the first one. Number one. Stop calling them sprints. They're probably not sprints. If they are 10, maybe even up to 20 seconds, then yes, I will allow you to call them sprints. But if they're anything above that, it isn't really a true sprint. That's not what the definition of a sprint is when you're kind of running for 60 seconds. And the reason I think is important to get the terminology correct, right, particularly with intervals, is because if you, if you think about it, if you tell yourself, right, I've got this session through today, it's uh, 10 times 60 seconds hard, for example. But you tell yourself they're sprints. So I've got 60 second sprints today, you know, 10 of them. In your mind, you're probably casting your mind back to when you were at school and when you were sprinting and you used to call running sprinting. And then you could potentially set off too quick because in your mind, it's a sprint. It's go, go, go. And it's not a sprint for the most part. Now, it does get quite technical when we start to look at energy systems, which is not what this video is about. And there's three main energy systems that we use. And depending on how hard we're working will depend on not which energy system we use exclusively, but how much of each of those three energy systems. And when you are sprinting, so like the Usain Bolt stuff, it is a totally different energy system from when you're uh, running and training for the likes of a half marathon and a marathon. You know, this is kind of the Usain Bolt energy system that provides you with that energy immediately, which is what you want when you're sprinting. So something to think about, guys. Tip number one to help you pace your interval sessions. If you if you are guilty of calling them a sprint, I would stop doing that. And I would f- refer to them as intervals and you're running hard in the main, not sprinting. So number two, do not shortcut the warm up. I really, really believe in this. I also feel it's very hard for us because we're time poor and we look at the watch and we think, oh, I've got this to fit in and I need to do X amount of repetitions of this session that my coach has set or this plan that I've got or the run club or whatever. So what what gives if you haven't got the time? Is it the repetitions? The odds are for most of us, it's the warm up. Well, I'll just do, you know, eight minutes of a warm up or 10 minutes rather than the 10 minute, uh, 20 minutes I had intended on doing. And I think that's a mistake. I think it's a mistake, particularly 
the shorter the repetitions of the interval work. So typically, the shorter the repetitions of the interval work, the faster you're going to be working running, the harder you're going to be working. So therefore, it's important to be as warm as possible. I see this with some of my runners when I'm checking in on them and I can see their uploaded data. Uh, with the platform that we use, Training Peaks, and I can see, oh, actually, they've cut that warm up a little bit short there. Were they running short on time? And they'll get a little message from me. And then on the next session, when it comes around to do more intervals, I'll just give them a little reminder look, make sure you commit to the full session. If you're time poor, you probably need to reduce the number of repetitions that you, you're aiming on doing in that session. You could also reduce the cooldown a little bit. I believe cooldown is really important, but in all honesty, my belief is the warm up is more important than the cooldown. Does that make some sense to you? So warm up, just very quickly on this. Predominantly, yes, it involves some very easy running. You might do a little bit of mobilization work in the house before you even get out there. Just some real simple moves just to get the body nice and warm, get you out of the, that desk seated position. Then you might do 10 to 15 minutes of a very easy jog building up gradually so if you're doing if you're aiming on doing some relatively short interval repetitions and it's quite fast and hard you might want to gradually build up that easy pace not so that you're running at the pace you intend on doing the repetitions at but getting somewhere closer so that the you've not got to bridge such a huge gap once you've done the warm-up for me that typically lasts about 15 minutes because i know for my body that feels good i've done some mobility before i've, I've left the house then i stop and then I do a little bit of dynamic stretching, some nice little kind of running drills. If you're familiar with some of those, you don't need to go mad. You don't need to spend 20 minutes doing it, but just maybe two or even three key moves that you know can really help you. And if you're new to uh, dynamic stretches, by the way, and, and running drills, I will no doubt cover some of this in a future video because a few people have asked me before. But I think that can really help prime the movement pattern so that you're fully warm, not just physically, but mentally switched on as well no longer thinking about homeschooling and emails. And then you can really get stuck into the session. So warm up is not just something that kind of, you know, they used to tell you back in PE, oh, you need to warm up or running coaches, I'll do a warm up. It's really purposeful and it can definitely help you reduce the risk of injury and improve your performance in the session. And number three, which is probably quite hard to do mentally, is to set off cautiously in the first repetition this is. So it's quite easy to set off cautiously physically, you have the ability to set off slower than perhaps you would normally do, but mentally do you have that ability to do that? Because that's quite hard, isn't it? Well, oh, I need to I need to go, especially if you've already called this session sprinting, which is point one, don't call it a sprint. But if you tell yourself, right, I'm gonna set off cautiously, find your feet, especially if it's a new session or you're not super experienced with the format, maybe it's 10 by 400 meters, maybe it's a really varied mixed session, which I give some of my runners, where you're varying the duration or the distance of the hard efforts, then actually, if it's your first time doing it, how do you know how hard to set off at? And remember, we said at the start of the video, generally speaking, you want to run interval sessions as hard as you can, very, you know, hard, but as evenly as possible. So that takes experience. If you set off cautiously, I think that does two things for you. It enables you to kind of find your way and feel your way through the session. You know, rep two, rep three, you might be thinking, okay, I'm, I'm kind of into the flow now. I can probably pick the pace up a little bit. And I think it boosts your confidence because if you get to the end of that session and if you think, do you know what? Actually, I think I could have set off quicker on the first rep. 
Well, you're going to feel awesome, aren't you? You're, going to, you're not going to feel frustrated and beat yourself up. You'd be thinking, right, next time, I'm, I'm going to smash that. That session's having it. Whereas if you've just kind of dropped off, you've set off way too quick, quick and then your pace is dropping after each rep, and then you're practically walking the last one, that's not going to make you feel great, is it? You're not going to feel like it's been a very purposeful session, even though you can gain some learnings from that. So there's a few things to um, think about there, guys. Three tips for a very quick summary. Uh, how you can improve your pacing specifically of interval sessions. I think it can really help you. Number one is stop calling them sprints because they're probably not unless you're doing kind of like 10 seconds, you know, hill repeats, so really hard, steep, uh, fast hill efforts maybe. But I'd stop, I'd stop calling them sprints really because I think it can cause you to stop too quick. Number two is don't shortcut the warm-up. Make sure you have time to do the warm-up. Make the time, find the time and maybe include some dynamic drills and things like that. And number three, you set off cautiously. Don't go boom. If it's your first time doing a particular session tell yourself this is experimental today i'm just going to test how this session feels and the pace that i can run at and the effort that i can run at cool right it's quarter past eight it's porridge time i gotta go guys have a great rest of the day love uh, getting out there this weekend i hope it's nice and sunny because it is here i'm going to send some your way wherever you are in the world enjoy speak to you all very soon that was running with jake the quick hit hear the brand new full-length podcast every wednesday or catch up now by searching running with jake the podcast